This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio today with Graham Williams. Christina's off on her late summer holiday. In Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Yeah. And then Malta. Really? What are we doing wrong? We're stuck here. Yeah. I love Malta. Their vinegar is fantastic. Is that? Yeah, that's a bad joke. Okay. We've got lots to talk about on the app show today. We've got our Hot 5 app countdown, of course. What is it this week, Graham? Uh, Top 5 apps for going to shows, going to concerts. Love it. We also uh, will uh, be talking about what's streaming this week and a cool app to help protect yourself, a personal safety app developed here in Vancouver in Canada that uh, realtors can use, online daters that will basically let your protectors, your friends and family know where you're at and uh, when you're checking in and when you're checking out. And if you don't check back in, they can come find you. It's a really smart idea. It, it is super cool. You've got to stay tuned for that. We're going to talk about some of the app news uh, right now. I think the big uh, app news this week would have to be the Apple announcement, of course. Absolutely. Apple launching three new phones. Three new phones. Yes. Uh, a new watch. Yes. And when we get down to apps, brand new operating systems for watch for iOS and uh, tvOS and for HomePod, as well as for macOS. So basically, September, if you are an Apple fan, you're going to spend a lot of time and a lot of data updating things. <laughs> no kidding, eh? <laughs> so let's start with the iPhones. There's three models now. They have uh, the new iPhone XS and the new iPhone XS Max. So the iPhone XS, uh, I guess, essentially replacing the uh, iPhone X, uh, faster chip inside of it. The A12 Bionic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, uh, it's capable of doing like something like 5 trillion operations per second. Yeah, we're just getting up to the point where these things think far, far faster than we ever could hope to. And they're getting predictive, which is a little Skynet scary. Yes, artificial intelligence. Yeah. Well, my phone is already smarter than me now. <laughs> well, this is, this is kind of one of the cool things that they're adding with iOS 12 and is kind of, you know, exemplified by the new iPhone 10 models um, is uh, Siri suggestions and um, essentially uh, Siri pathways. So you can build your own Siri commands. So in the past where you'd say, you know, hey, Siri, do this thing for me, um, you'd have a limited amount of success because sometimes Siri doesn't understand what you're trying to do or the application wasn't developed to do that. So now you can actually go through. And a while back, Apple had acquired a company called uh, Workflow. And so basically they've gone through and they've integrated this into Siri now. So you can give uh, Siri a key phrase and tell him or her what to do when you say that phrase. So it's actually where Google is kind of going down the predictive route. Apple is actually letting you build this stuff um, in the background. And I mean, both approaches are smart. I mean, Google seems like it might be kind of getting there ahead of you, whereas Apple, it's been kind of making you do the work. But I think there might be a bit more precision there um, with the Siri stuff. So I'm really excited to see that. But I mean, back to the hardware. Yeah, so the, uh, the iPhone XS, uh, basically the same screen size as the previous model, which is 5.8 inches from what I remember. The new one, the Max, huge. Yes. 6.8? 6.5. 6.5, sorry. Which is immense. That like, is, it is large. It's an, it's, a, it's an edge-to-edge screen and in roughly the same size body as you found with the old Plus models. Now, I had an iPhone 7 Plus. I found it a bit big for me. Yes. Um, I absolutely love my iPhone 10. I think it's the perfect size and the screen size on it is ridiculous. This is the challenge for me as I'm looking at the new iPhone models and outside of some of the cool stuff with the camera, I'm, I'm not really motivated to upgrade too much, which Apple at the end of their presentation kind of came out and said, yeah, we're, we're good with that. 
their whole point with iOS 12 was to make older devices, your iPhone 5S, your iPad mini 2, uh, faster and more usable. They actually don't want you buying newer hardware. This is... This is an interesting thing. This is reverse thing. psychology, Graham, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, like for a lot of American corporations, the mandate is you have to make more sales, you have to make more profit. And Apple is saying, we're going to make your stuff last longer. Um, so, I mean, shareholders so far have been very happy with Apple. Um, this could have an impact on sales numbers. But for a lot of people, I think, you know, I'm, I'm encouraged to stay within the, within the Apple ecosystem because I know the stuff's going to last longer. I'm going to get four or five years worth of updates, not 18 months on Android. So... This is kind of a, an interesting place for Apple to play. You get all of this new hardware that you're kind of guaranteed to get every year, but you can kind of feel comfortable skipping a couple of years because what you've got is good enough. It's, a, it's an interesting path to take. A lot of people have accused Apple of, you know, uh, intentional obsolescence, planned obsolescence. And iOS 12 is kind of a direct response to that saying, no, we don't. And we actually put our money where our mouth is. Your old hardware just got faster. What do you say now, critics? Well, they'll find something. Right. <laughs> uh, also, Apple announced the new iPhone XR. Ah, the tenor. The tenor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is going to be a cheaper version of the iPhone X. Yes. But with a larger screen. Yes. Uh, and also not using uh, what's called the OLED screen uh, that the two other models are using, uh, but uh, the traditional LCD screen. Yeah, and they're calling this the new liquid retina, liquid retina display. So it's using an LCD screen, uh, which means that the black levels and the colors will be more robust and richer on the iPhone XS and the XS Max. But you're still going to get a great experience on the XR, or at least that's what Apple alleges. And from what we've seen from uh, from the demonstration videos and the product demonstrations, yeah, they actually have kind of nailed this. So, I mean, there's, you know, this has always been Apple's strategy. It's have an iPhone in every price point. So they've got the iPhone uh, 7 and the iPhone 8 still available in plus size models as well. Uh, they've got the iPhone 10R, which is basically taking the place of the iPhone 10, which is where that would have been if they had have continued it. Uh, and now we've got the iPhone 10S and the 10S Max sort of as the premium models. And uh, price points, you know, basically start, I think, around 300 bucks US all the way up to 1099 US. Uh, last year, I bought the uh, the iPhone 10. I think it was the either 256 or 512, whatever it was, whatever the top end model was. And I think it ran me around fifteen to seventeen hundred dollars Canadian, yeah, which I paid for outright. Um, but you know, obviously, I get a discount on my plan and that sort of thing, and I can roam where I want to with the uh, with this with any sim in the world. So that kind of has value for me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, these price points, a lot of people have been saying, well, can you believe the price of these phones, they're, they're more expensive than a MacBook. They're more expensive than, um, you know, quite a number of things out there on the market. Do you, do you think these think, think these these things are overpriced? Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> I want them for free. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the new iPhone XR will be a few hundred dollars cheaper yes. than the other models. 749 which, US. Yeah, which I think uh, is getting in the right price range yeah. for that type of phone. And it's going to come in a multiple colors. It won't have the glass front and back. Of course, glass front, uh, but the back will come in a number of different colors, blues, yellows, reds, blacks. Yeah, it's it's a 7000 series aluminum, so it's their, like, you know, tough anti-scratch and hopefully anti-bend, going back to iPhone 6 and iPhone 7 and iPhone 8. Um, it's, It's that metal that they've developed that, you know, should be nice and strong and scratch resistant. I think everybody out there is probably going to use a case anyway. That's my recommendation. But uh, yeah, it looks like a nice little model, nice little spot to fit into that uh, that, that space there. Also announced uh, at the Apple event this week, the new Apple Watch Series 4. This looks beautiful. I'm a big Apple Watch fan. I mean, it 
I can't live without it now. When I first got it, I thought, what am I going to do with this? Because I hadn't worn a watch for years. Yeah. But now uh, I've got like, I think, three of these things. You know, I wear <laughs> one out during the day. I have one for sleeping and just a spare one, just just, just in case. <laughs> your, your backup watch. Oh, my God. It, it's the best thing. I mean, I get all the notifications. I love the health aspect. It's got the heart rate monitor built in. Uh, and, and there's so much more. But the big news on the new Apple Series 4 watch is that not only does it have the heart rate uh, monitor, it's got a new uh, electrical one as well, a secondary one, uh, to give you an ECG. Yeah. So the interesting thing about an ECG is it typically requires two sensors, right? Because it needs to be able to uh, create a circuit through your body. And we heard rumors that an ECG was going to be added uh, a couple of weeks ago, and everyone went, well, how are they going to do that? There were crazy things like, oh, well, there's going to be a Bluetooth uh, sensor that you can put onto your chest. <laughs> uh, you know, to the people yeah. out there who thought that, you know, well done. That's yes. a, a fit of imagination. But what they've done is they've actually created this where the digital crown completes the circuit. And uh, essentially, you can get this ECG uh, monitoring on demand with your watch. This is an absolute game changer. Um, you know, Apple is doing some really, really cool stuff with the Apple Watch. It's focusing on fitness. They obviously focused on heart rate. Um, with uh, WatchOS 4, they were able to monitor for AFib with, um, uh, you know, Series, I think it was 2 and 3. Um, I've got an old Series 0, so this is actually a really nice upgrade for me. But the cool things that they're doing for people of all ages, because um, we've actually seen that Apple Watch has saved lives you know, for young people and old people. But uh, between the ECG, between heart rate monitoring for AFib, and now they've added fall detection as well. So if your watch detects through the accelerometer that you've pitched forwards with your hands out, you come to a sudden stop, and the watch doesn't move for a minute, um, it will not only call 911 on your behalf. No but it way. Will send, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. It will send your location to your emergency contacts. I've got my ice contact in my phone. Oh my God. Wouldn't say, that be great for my parents? Right? Yes. So, Like my mom had a really bad fall, uh, ended up in the hospital back a few weeks ago. So this, this feature would have contacted us. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And so this, this is the old like life alert. I've fallen and I can't get up. You don't even need to do anything anymore. Let's say that you fall and you're unconscious. Your location gets sent. It calls 911. It opens up the phone line. So if you can speak, but you can't move, now you've actually got a lifeline out to the outside. This is a brilliant feature, and uh, you know, props to Apple to adding it. Obviously, they know their market, right? Like we have a group of baby boomers that is getting a little bit older. Um, health is important. That we're seeing a lot of these features that are basically looking at things and going, "These are the things that kill us. We can help solve that." Way to go! I I, I really would appreciate that feature. Obviously, a larger screen uh, on it and thinner, thinner as well. Yeah, I mean, the screen is beautiful. I've always found the Apple Watch a little bulky. Uh, yes. I mean, now that said, in the past, I've worn I still have a collection of a ton of fossil watches, which I think you know, I my right arm's a little longer than my left because those things were weighing me down. Yeah, uh, but a little bit thinner with the same battery life and the same bands. Nicely done, Apple. You're listening to the App Show. When we come back from the break, we will be talking about a new personal safety app developed right here in, in Vancouver. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. We're back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Graham Williams. We still have lots more to talk about on the program today, including what's streaming and our weekly Hot 5 app countdown. Right now, I want to talk to uh, a really cool app developer who has uh, come up with a personal safety app called Protect. On the line, we have Meredith, Meredith Shutter. Thanks for joining us, Meredith. Thanks for having me. Uh, came across your app. Uh, I, I think this is pretty cool. This would be great for anyone who's concerned uh, about their own personal safety or the personal safety of uh, family or friends and want a way to check in. Uh, explain what your app does to our listeners. Sure. So Protect Smart Personal Safety 
um, was actually designed for exactly as you said, for anybody who may be going on a jog alone in the woods or going on a Tinder date or selling something on Craigslist. Um, really anybody who does have concerns about personal safety and wants to create timed alerts to let their friends and family and coworkers know if they do get into trouble. And, and how does the app actually work? Sure. So how does it do it? Well, um, initially we're working with the real estate industry. We've had a lot of great traction there. As you can understand, you know, realtors are doing open houses and showing, showing strange, strangers different properties, whether you're working with buyers or sellers. And really, so what you do is you add friends and family and coworkers, whether it be an office manager, a team member, or a friend, as emergency contacts, or what we call your circle of protectors. And the app automatically alerts those circles when you haven't checked in at a pre-scheduled time, or if you indicate you're in an emergency situation. There is a large help button that you can hit help, and boom, your alerts go out automatically. I use it quite often if I go into underground parkades or if I'm walking down the street and I'm feeling uncomfortable. It's just a nice thing to have in my in my hands. Um, but we even go one step beyond that by sim- by not just simply sending out an alert. We also bring all your protectors into a shared online communication room so they can actually coordinate their actions to help get their loved one or colleague out of distress. And even if your protectors don't know each other, like you may be one of my protectors as well as my mother and my assistant, and you guys don't know each other, but in the communication room, you actually have access to each other's contact info as well as be able to write quick notes to each other and really figure out the best solution to bring me to safety. I'm loving this because uh, I can think of so many applications. Uh, I know you said realtors, uh, uh, online dating, uh, big one, uh, Craigslist. I know my daughter sells a lot of stuff on Craigslist. This would be mm-hmm. perfect for her in meeting up with people, which in many cases uh, happens sometimes late at night. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We're actually, as we're new, we only um, hit the market in February. We've been working on it for years and our, our patent pending, all that sort of good stuff. But we are working on really getting our logo to become synonymous with safety so people like your daughter and myself, I, I have three kids and I often sell, you know, kids stuff on Craigslist. The signage can actually be a huge deterrent. It could be on your email e-signature. Um, it could be on your door, a little logo. So if people were coming to your door, they know you're in the program. And that's really what we're working towards with the real estate industry, to have the logo be on signage, to be on the open house signs, the do not remove, the please remove your shoe sign. Um, all these things where the public will start to see this and recognize personal safety as super important for remote workers and really anybody who wants to live a fulfilled life and, you know, push their limits and boundaries and, and do what they want, but never feel alone. I love the deterrence factor uh, there. Uh, so you've said this has been in uh, the works for a few years now. Yes. Yes. So I, I did about, I had a very scary incident in work about five years ago and it really changed my perspective. And I thought, okay, I have to empower myself and I have to take more control of my own personal safety. Um, because I was feeling very isolated and um, had, had had some assault issues. So this is why I researched everything I could about personal safety. I looked at wearables. I looked at everything I could, and I really I came down to the cell phone and the smartphone being the central tool that's really going to change all of us from just simply protecting our cars and our homes with alarms and, and, and safety systems to really protecting ourselves and our loved ones, our kids, our co-workers. And, um, you know, like I said, the smartphone is really the central tool in making that switch. So I, I researched everything, um, spent a couple years before I took the plunge and actually created the business. 
And then it was about two years of development and, and talking to people. I, I spent a lot of time talking to people who'd been assaulted, talking to realtors, men and women, and really figuring out and digging deep what people were looking for. Um, this is a new behavior. We're not used to personal safety yet, but I really believe it's going to be like texting. It's going to become the norm. And if we can automate it for people, so you're not actually setting up something on the spot, although you can, but if you're pre-scheduled and it syncs with your calendar, it becomes really, really easy and seamless. And this is really going to be the, the ticket in getting people to use personal safety is if it's simple and easy and automated. What's the cost on it, Meredith? Um, for the B2C, so business to consumer on the App Store, it's about $3.99 a month. $3.99, so subscription-based. If you were to buy a year, there's a significant discount. Um, for an enterprise scale, the price changes quite drastically. Um, we, we work with large organizations as a custom white-labeled product under their own brand or, or a simple API integration. So we have, we have sort of two streams of business models. Um, so it is available on the App Store and Google Play, which is super cool. We also have, there is 45 days free on the App Store. So if somebody was to download it, they can use the full version, completely free, no obligation whatsoever, no credit card required, and give it a shot for 45 days and see how they feel about it. Um, so we wanted to make it really easy for people to give it a try. Talking with Meredith Sutter, the, uh, the woman behind the Protect Smart Personal Safety app. Did I get that right? You sure did. <laughs> Protect Smart Personal Safety app, available at the uh, Apple App Store and also for Android users on the Google Play Store. Thanks for joining us today, Meredith. Thank you. I really appreciate it. When we come back from the break, it's time for our Hot 5 App Countdown. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike and Graham here in studio. Before we get to our Hot 5 uh, Countdown, Hot 5 uh, apps for going to shows and concerts, we're going to get our Facebook Tip of the Week. Graham, what do we got? Well, Facebook Tip of the Week is actually related to that a little bit. It is uh, seeing cool stuff as it happens around the world. And so this, I don't know if you've tried this. This is facebook.com slash live map. You check this out? No. No. Okay. I've never heard of this. So this is a really neat feature. It's an interactive live map. Now, this is only available on your desktop, so it's not going to be on your on your phone app or in your uh, on your iPad app. You've got to go to the desktop to do this. Uh, but essentially, when you go to uh, facebook.com slash live map, you'll see a live map of the world. And the blue circles on it will indicate all of the live streams and how popular they are. They are. So the more people watching the stream, the bigger the dot gets. Ah, and so you will see things yeah, like local news, uh, televised soccer matches, concerts. Uh, concerts, all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah. And so this is a really cool way of seeing what's going on around the world uh, through facebook.com slash live map. Live map. Live map. Love it. Yeah. Well, let's uh, find out what's happening. The weekly with app Hot 5. Graham, uh, our weekly Hot 5 this week is Hot 5 uh, shows or uh, for going to concerts and things like that. Starting off at number five. At number five, we have, uh, I put two apps together here because they kind of belong together. This is Ticketmaster and StubHub. And unless you've been living under a rock, you know exactly who these people are. Uh, they are a great way to get connected with major shows that are flowing through your uh, your town or your city. Uh, and all the, you know, all the big dogs, you will find them here. Uh, Ticketmaster is great for buying tickets right off the bat. And when you find out that they're sold out and you didn't get them, uh, the scalpers actually resell them on StubHub. And Ticketmaster <laughs> still makes money because yes, they own they- StubHub. It, it is amazing when I think about this. Remember back in the old days where we had to line up at the actual ticket yeah. booths? You get like a wristband. Yeah, and- I remember going to concerts. I had to line up overnight to get good tickets. Yes. And 
Ticketmaster had their little concert fee on there, yeah. their service charge. Now they're making a fortune. Yes. How much more money are they making now? It's like uh, a, a millions. Lot. Yeah. Millions. It's a racket. It's a racket. You know, my, my, my PHP script gets up very early in the morning to get my tickets on Ticketmaster. Yes, really. And StubHub. So that was number five. You've combined them because they're the same company, essentially. <laughs> number four, we've got uh, Ticketfly. This is, again, uh, available for iOS and Android. It's free. Giving Ticketmaster a run for their money is Ticketfly, an app that feels smoother, smarter, and has started to really gain traction with artists and audiences everywhere. Great social features make it a simple to go to events with your friends and you can buy tickets and send them so that everyone can show up when they want and still get to the show together. Yeah. Kind of cool. I like Ticketfly. They've got some really cool social features as well, sharing on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and kind of thing. Number three, we've got Eventbrite. Eventbrite, I love. So Eventbrite's a really cool place. You might, uh, when you see events on Facebook and things like that, you go to buy tickets and they redirect you to Eventbrite. Yeah. So it's a really cool way to buy those tickets. You have them waiting for you so you can log in and, and, and show that ticket at the door. You can add it to your Apple wallet if you're on iOS. But one of the things that you might not know is that Eventbrite actually looks at the events that you go to and begins to suggest them. So when you're not using it to buy tickets, you can actually go and browse all the different events. And I found some really cool things that I never would have gone to without Eventbrite going, hey, uh, this might actually interest you. So that's a really cool uh, way to do it. The app is free, like pretty much all the other apps that we're talking about today, and available for both iOS and Android. Number two on the Hot 5 app countdown, we're talking about Hot 5 concert and show apps, Resident Advisor, available for iOS and Android. It's free. Resident Advisor has an active community online that's dedicated to electronic music and DJs. If you like big bass, flashy lights, and going to shows with big names and undiscovered gems, this is the app for you. Set your location, set the date, and find out what's going on. It's a great uh, app for travelers who want to see something cool wherever they go. Yeah, I was in uh, Amsterdam last year and I went to go see Leftfield, which is this British electronic band uh, that basically this just showed up as I was on my way there and I ended up getting great tickets to that show. Really neat. You were in Amsterdam last year? I was. D- did I know that? No. No. <laughs> yeah, you're everywhere, buddy. Number one <laughs> in the Hot 5 app countdown this week. We're talking about concert and show apps. What do we got? Bands in Town. This is a really cool little app that I don't think nearly enough people use, and I think you should download it. It's available for iOS and Android. It is free, and this is an all-in-one app that lets you discover new bands, connect with bands that you've discovered on Spotify, Apple Music, and SoundCloud, and we'll also show you similar artists. Uh, You can invite friends to uh, different shows directly through the app, and you can share your pictures and videos after the fact. This is a great way to figure out the bands that you love. When they're coming in town, you can be able to get tickets right off the bat. So Bands in Town. Very, very cool. That was your Hot 5 app countdown. Switching gears, we've uh, got our game app of the week in our resident game, gamer. Again, Graham. Graham, what do we got? Uh, the app this week is called Valleys, and this is a, an app for iOS. It's $3.99, and essentially what you do is you create life within a valley. Uh, it's a little bit like SimCity, where uh, essentially you're creating a community uh, and di- discovering sort of the quiet mysteries of life in this beautiful valley. So it's a, it's a fun game to play. You can Sim play Valley. Pretty much, yeah. Yes. And so you can play it in short spurts um, and basically build your valley over time, and it's, it's a very relaxing game to play. So if you're looking for something low stress, beautiful, and kind of connecting you with nature and the idea of artificial life valleys. Love artificial life. When we come back from the break here on the App Show, we're going to be talking about our travel app of the week. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Graham Williams. Still got uh, lots to cover today. 
course, uh, we've got our fitness app coming up uh, after the next break. But right now, uh, I want to talk about uh, what's happening on uh, some of the, uh, the streaming networks. Streaming this week. Well, this week, uh, lots happening on uh, Netflix uh, and also Crave TV and uh, Amazon. We'll start off with our, uh, our Netflix uh, folks. Uh, we have a, uh, a comedy special. And Netflix has been doing tons of these stand-up comedy specials, giving HBO uh, a run for their money. This one here, a uh, little edgy humor. Daniel Sloss live shows the stand-up special. All I'm asking is, if you've ever been in a situation like that, in a relationship where you felt trapped, like you couldn't get out of it, and it was just easier to stay in it, all I'm asking is if even for the briefest of seconds, have you ever accidentally caught yourself thinking how much easier life would be? (laughs) If they were to just die? Yeah, that's not nice, but uh, some might find it funny. Coming up uh, next here on Netflix, we've uh, got Jane, about Jane Goodall. Day after day, in the sun and the wind and the rain, I climbed into the hills. This was where I was meant to be. This is a great documentary about uh, the life and times of Jane Goodall, the uh, the woman who studied the chimpanzees uh, over in Africa. Next up, uh, another comedy series. Uh, if you saw American Vandal season one, you will probably appreciate season two, and they go on to a new mystery. The turd burglar was a different animal. Who could have had a motive, and who could be a suspect? What if the motive is just poop is funny? Poop is funny. It's poop, but it goes a lot deeper than that. It's poo, but it goes a lot deeper than that. Again, this is a mockumentary series. Uh, season one was hilarious. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing season two. Next up, uh, this is an amazing uh, award-winning series uh, out of Israel called The Angel. It's the true story of Ashraf Marwan, who is an Egyptian president's son-in-law and special advisor and confident to his successor, Anwar Sadat. Uh, while he was doing that, he was simultaneously one of Israel's most precious intelligence assets of the 20th century. I want to watch every move you make. Find out whose side he's on. The son of the great Nasser, working for the Israelis. If you do something big, you have to do something bigger. A great, uh, again, a great uh, spy series uh, set in uh, the Middle East and around the world. Moving over to Crave TV, if you haven't checked this series out yet, it's awesome. If you're a Stephen King fan, you will love Castle Rock. It's the final uh, episode of the first season. You need to you this process. What brings you home? I got a call from Shawshank. How'd you get inside this prison? We got no records. We got no records of you. How'd you get inside this prison? Who put you down that hole? What brings you home? 
I got a call from Shawshank. I found a kid in the cage. A call from who? I don't know yet. Again, Castle Rock on Crave TV, the final episode of the first season. Uh, cruising over to Amazon now, they've uh, got an interesting uh, new series coming out with uh, two of my favorite uh, comedic actors, uh, Saturday Night Live uh, former cast members, uh, Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen. This one is called Forever. June and uh, our friend Oscar live a comfortable but very predictable wedded life when suddenly they find themselves in a completely unexpected situation. Uh, situation. Do you remember the time we were here and we saw all those butterflies? Oh, yeah, that was really cool. Where do you think they were all going? Probably the Grand Canyon. That's where I would go if I could fly. Mm. As always, uh, when uh, Fred Armisen is involved, it's very quirky, but also gets uh, very dark very quickly. Uh, finally, on Amazon Prime Video this week, and again, if you've got Amazon Prime, you might not know this, you have Amazon Prime Videos. It's like Netflix, but Amazon's version. They have uh, Copper. He saved my life and got himself a detective's badge. Look at the Irish. Detective, you have a remarkable tendency to always take things one step further than needed. What do you want? What does he always want? He has a dead body. This is uh, an interesting uh, series again uh, on Amazon Prime Video, set in the Five Points neighborhood of a New York City in the 1860s. Copper focuses on a rugged young Irish cop who is forced to navigate his unruly and dangerous neighborhood while interacting with the uptown Manhattan crowd. Let's switch gears now and uh, learn a little bit about our iPhones uh, from our good friend, uh, Graham Williams. iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. What do we got, Graham? What do we got, Graham? This week's iPhone tip of the week is uh, locking the focus point on your camera. So you might know right now that if you want to set the focus point on your camera, you can tap on the screen. But if you then move your phone, that's going to go away. Well, you can actually set that focal plane, so basically things at that distance being in focus, by tapping and holding on the screen for a second or two. You'll see the term AF lock show up, and it's actually locked that focus to that focal point. So now you can move the camera around, get the shot that you want, maybe get some cool depth of field stuff going on, and get the picture that you need just by doing that. So to lock your camera's focal point, press and hold on what you want to focus on for just a second or two, look for AF lock, and then frame your shot the way you want to. When we come back from the break, we've got more apps to talk about. You're listening to The App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back right after this. You are back with The App Show. Mike and Graham here. We've got uh, a few more apps to talk about here on the program. Don't forget to listen to our sister show every week, Get Connected. It's where it all started 20 years ago. It's a weekly radio show. 10 a.m. Saturday mornings broadcast across Canada on the Chorus Radio Network. We talk about all the latest uh, smart home technology, smartphones, digital cameras, computers, anything to do with tech, tech in cars. It's an awesome program. 10 a.m. Saturday mornings here on CKNW 980. Let's go to our fitness app of the week first. What do we have? Uh, This week we have Yoga Studio Mind and Body. Because everyone needs a little yoga in their life, right? Yes. I was, I was kind of feeling that end of summer, and I was feeling a little less than limber. I don't really know why. I guess maybe too much time at the beach? 
But anyway, got back into my yoga groove. And uh, so Yoga Studio is free, but it does offer in-app purchases for some, some subscription stuff. And the idea here is that you can create your own classes uh, with full flowing HD video that you stitch together. So basically it takes all of these individual videos that you select the poses that you want to do, and it puts it together into a little class that you can do yourself. So it has guided meditations. Uh, you can schedule your classes automatically into your calendar and has a yoga pose library. So if you want to figure out exactly how to do downward dog, you can do that uh, with this app. So that again is Yoga Studio Mind and Body. We're going to move on uh, to our creative app of the week. I love this one. This is brought to you by our friends over at Vancouver Film School. Creative app of the week. What do we have? So this one actually is, if you like electronic music, this is kind of neat. It's called Novation Launchpad. And it is one of the original number one apps for making and remixing electronic music. So essentially, you can select your beats, your bass lines, your melodies, and uh, FX loops simply by tapping and touching. Uh, now, this comes with eight soundtracks, uh, sound packs for free. So there's 400 sounds in there. And then you can buy individual sound packs as you kind of get more familiar uh, with uh, with the app. So very, very cool stuff. Very easy to use. Essentially, load a track in uh, or create a brand new track, drop stuff in, remix things. And you can do all of this with a touch. Very neat. Novation uh, Launchpad. Finally, here we have our travel app of the week. Yeah. And Christina's not here, so you're doing it. I've got it. And this is actually an app that I use pretty much everywhere I go. I mentioned I went to Amsterdam last year. I bought the Lonely Planet guide for this. And this is great for either iPhone or for iPad, and it's available on Android as well. Uh, Lonely Planet, obviously famous around the world. Uh, and these apps are very, very beautiful. The guides are, are well-written with lots of photographs. And essentially what you do is when you're going to a city, so you can even start with Vancouver, you can buy the, the guide. They're usually between 5 and $7. And all you have have to do is download that. It's available fully offline, so you don't have to use data where you go. And it will give you all of the things that you need to see and do when you're in a given city. So when we're talking about things like shopping, food, museums, places to visit, points of interest. And so you can essentially you can plan your trip out, you can set up a to-do list and be able to essentially virtually travel there before you get there. So when you get there, you know exactly what it is that you're going to be doing. This is great for your own city too, if you've got family or friends visiting. I have uh, family uh, or my wife's family from Ireland over uh, for the past two weeks. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, sometimes it's hard trying to figure cool places to go. I mean, you do the typical things, but it's kind of, you know, cool to find some things that you might not have done before. No, no. Here's the question. Do you have a secret Vancouver gem? Is there a place that you take people to that you're like, this is kind of, it's off the beaten path. No, I've got one for you. Okay. But uh, the shameful tiki room. The what? The Shameful Tiki Room. Where's this? This is, ah, uh, it's down on, I think it's on Main. Okay. You, have to, you have to Google it. But it's this nondescript place. And when you walk up, there is a, a you know, painted on the door, it says Shameful Tiki Room. Uh, it's beige, black on beige. And when you open it, Wait. there is... I've been in it. There's a velvet curtain, Yes, right? yes, yes. I've been in it, yes. Yeah, and, and so you go in, and it is a tiki bar in Vancouver, which on a rainy night is like the most amazing place to go. My favorite drink there is called a mystery bowl. And when you order it, they actually ring a gong, and everyone in the restaurant says mystery bowl all at the same time. Then they set it on fire. What, what's not to the, love? The restaurant or the bowl? The bowl, thankfully. Oh, the bowl. Yeah, okay. it's, you'd go through a lot of restaurants otherwise because I've been through quite a few mystery bowls. But that is my little hidden uh, Vancouver tidbit. Looks like that's all the time we have left here on the app show. I want to recommend again to listen to our sister show, Get Connected, every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. here on CKNW. And don't forget to uh, watch uh, me on Global News. Uh, I do uh, the tech segment uh, every Wednesday on the Noon Hour News uh, around uh, 10 to 1 in the afternoon. I show all the latest and greatest tech gadgets uh, that are out there. So tune in to that. 
Mike and Graham signing off for the App Show. We'll see you again next week. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.